0: All right, good morning to you, Daily Dose. Welcome to it. Fletcher Kiel, Randy Rico, Stephen Albritton here. Uh, we got a, a lot of headlines to get to, but we're going to start with the uh, weather and the amazing, anticipated, wanted, needed warm-up that we are going through, at least starting to go through, Randy.
1: I mean, it seems super warm outside already, even though it's only, what, 26 degrees yeah, right now at uh, 7 a.m., because Friday morning it felt like... 33 degrees below zero. So right now feeling like 26 is nearly 60 degrees warmer sensibly to what it feels like when you step outside. So is it warm? No. Is it decidedly warmer than it was? Uh Uh-huh. And we're gonna keep on warming that up over the next couple of days. I think we go above freezing for a couple hours today. So Mm -hmm. some stuff starts to, some of that snow starts to melt. We could have a little bit of refreeze tonight because we'll go back to the mid 20s. So back decks, front steps, untreated roads may have additional ice tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. But then once we go above freezing tomorrow, I mean, the warm-up is drastic. We're going from whatever it's been, you know, single digits, 20s, teens, to 50s and even maybe 60s at times next week. Sounds so good. Sounds
2: like like a winter in Florida.
1: (laughs) And you know, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Flip-flops and shorts are going to happen if we're forecasting highs up Mm -hmm. near 60 degrees. We'll be like, all right, this is like 80 degrees warmer than it was last Friday. Let's do this. So it's going to be a a big warm-up. Everything's going to melt, so that means the grass is going to be sloppy. A lot of of mud around, Mm, I think, as we head Mm. to the weekend. But a big-time warm-up. Overnight lows in the 40s, highs in the 50s, maybe even a day in the 60s next week. So
2: With that warm-up comes the chance of rain?
1: Yeah. Starting Thursday, I was focused on the good stuff. Now I got to be the bummer. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Thursday night we'll have some rain. I think Friday kind of off and on showers. Saturday is probably the wettest day for us, as of right now, which it's Tuesday morning. So timing, you know, obviously can change. But it looks like it might let up a little bit in the evening for like dinner parties and whatever where people are going. But rain through the day on Sunday as you're hanging out watching football and all that fun cool. stuff both days really. So you days,
2: really. bust out your flip-flops for the
1: parties at night. There
2: you go. And then yes. the <laughs> rain will have a reprieve and then while yeah. you're uh, slowly waking up to start yeah. the new year on I've Sunday. I've got rain
1: Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So it turns wet right. as it turns warm.
2: Okay. And it's technically been wet, just frozen wet just we, just frozen yeah, different See the types see of remnants wet.
1: of yes.
0: it. <laughs> Correct. All right, Randy, thank you so much yeah, uh for the forecast. We do appreciate it. Uh, let's get to our headlines. Still a lot uh, going on. Uh, we're going to take you down to Covington. There was a police chase last night. Um, where a man is being charged with attempted murder of a police officer. It was a slow speed chase and a uh, 44-year-old Donnie Applegate is the one accused. He's under arrest and he tried to drive over a flood wall down at the dead end of East 20th Street near Glenway Avenue. Uh, he couldn't make it up, so he put the car in reverse, went backwards. The officer had just gotten out of his car, mm-hmm. and um, he hit the car, thankfully, not the officer. And right. that's where everything kind of uh, came to an end. But uh, it was one of those stories where you, you hear scanners lighting up, and you find out that uh, this guy trying to get away from police. Yep, yeah, uh,
2: no injuries reported, thankfully. Uh, yeah, this happened uh, late last night. I believe he was arrested early this morning, or news broke of his arrest early this morning. Um, and yeah, the, uh, uh, as bad a situation as this was and could have been, it seems like the best possible outcome uh, was was achieved here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So he, he is under arrest. He'll be facing charges. I believe he's in court um, this morning. So we'll be keeping an eye on that case. Another, uh, uh, It was a breaking story last week that we were keeping an eye on over in Franklin County, Indiana. It was an officer-involved shooting. And uh, one of the big headlines to come out of this, that the report was a man was walking in these sub-zero temperatures that we were experiencing with a child who was not dressed up appropriately for that deputy shows up as soon as he shows up this is what police are telling us what happened uh the man holding the child fired at the officer hit him in the vest thankfully that officer returned fire critically wounding um the man um who they responded to there yep.
2: yeah I, I remember getting that alert friday and i was like what are people doing outside at this time so we've got a little more backstory there and yeah and uh, just one of the stories that you might have missed with the storm that yeah, we were uh, covering Blizzard, and having you're having, yeah. cri- having Christmas happen uh, over the weekend. So just uh, putting this back on your radar. Uh, but yeah, we're getting some more details on it and uh, learning a little bit more as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, it was one of those incidents Or there was actually two scenes. Uh, they found a woman, uh, believed to be the wife of this man. She was actually shot, they believe uh, this man, uh, Guilfoyle, uh, let me get the first and last name, Gregory Guilfoyle actually shot his wife at a, prior, at a different scene. They're both critical um, in the hospital right now. So something we'll keep an eye on as uh, charges are levied as he did uh, fire at and shoot a a police officer there and we're going to keep an eye as the details body camera things like that start to uh, come to light uh the a, a big story uh, hamilton county prosecutor yeah,
2: speaking of news you might have missed because of right yeah.
0: when, when this news dropped yeah you hear the last name deeters and you think of you know the the, the, the family and the prosecutor uh, joe deeters is being tapped for the state supreme court in ohio by uh, governor dewine
2: yep and we actually had john london speaking with uh, governor dewine a couple days before this happened um, i believe he asked about wasn't sure quite when that happened. We were hearing rumbles that a decision was going to come, and then what was it, eleven thirty Thursday? As we're getting ready for the storm to come through, is when we get the email. Um, so yeah, Dieters, who has not uh, ever been a judge or a magistrate, uh, being. Taken into that uh, office or uh, to that seat on the Supreme Court, and his last day as general prosecutor in Hamilton County will be January 7th. Um, so not only a new face on the Ohio Supreme Court, but a new face holding uh, that position that Dieters has held on two different occasions.
0: Yeah. So uh, the the uh, a seat or the position will be filled for five days by the county commission. Then Republicans will have a chance to appoint somebody until 2024 uh, when the full election for the Hamilton County prosecutor. and Democrats believe they can pick up the seat, so that's kind of the big talker there. Let's get to Randy With the weather forecast,
1: all right, we are sitting at 26 degrees to start out your Tuesday morning, which means it's warmer right now than it was at any point during the day yesterday. Generally, the temperature trend warming each day. In fact. Tomorrow we jump 10 degrees. Another 10 degree jump by Friday. Plan on highs this afternoon, just above freezing, about 33, 34 degrees in most towns. So we'll at least start the thaw. Could be some refreeze overnight. Temperatures getting much warmer as we head toward the end of the year.
0: Uh, so uh, and the, one of those stats that just kind of makes you go, wow, is uh, Democrats have not picked up the Hamilton County Prosecutor seat in 90 years. Wow. So they yeah, have that an opportunity. It does make you, literally, it yeah. makes you go, wow. Like, wow, yeah. <laughs> so they have a chance to pick that up in a couple of years uh, uh, when that seat comes back up uh, open for re-election. Uh, so let's talk uh, Victory Tuesday yes. after Victory Monday. T- t-
2: took yesterday off from the show, but uh, <laughs> I had to talk. About, and, man, what a... What a Complete 180 from the Buccaneers game where it was a bit of a slow start mm-hmm. picked things up in the second half was able to do just enough to win And then uh, in New England it was uh, again a complete 180 the hot start Everything was firing on all cylinders in the first half and then second half the defense does just enough to get the win over New England um, Joe Burrow setting a franchise record the touchdown pass in 22 straight games had over 300 passing yards in the uh, In the first half alone, so he was on fire and then things suddenly cooled off, but uh forcing Ramondre Stevenson to fumble uh, within down and goal to go. Yeah. is basically what won that game and kept the NFC or the uh, excuse me the AFC
0: north uh, hopes alive for the Bengals. Absolutely impossible uh, one seed with things I'm um, mm-hmm. seeing, how, seeing seeing how things will shake out moving forward but yeah I, I even tweeted I think the Bengals were on track to score fifty points that day yeah. and they just uh... stopped something happened,
2: Yeah, Not sure what happened but yeah. it
0: ran into a brick wall or something. Yeah which it's the NF it and every player will tell you it is hard to win in the NFL it's hard to move the football it's hard to get first downs and you can be clicking 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 other other team makes some kind of uh, adjustment and then everything just yeah. stops and it's and just a game going back and forth. Zach
2: Taylor said as much in his post game uh, speech that they posted on uh, on social media where he's talked about how it's hard to go on the road and win a game uh, especially against Bill Belichick and, uh, regardless of how disappointing the Patriots have been without uh, Tom Brady it's still Bill Belichick he still got some tricks up his sleeves uh, so the Bengals able to get their 11th win i believe that's seven yes. wins in a row seven, a row. Uh, seven victory monday/tuesdays <laughs> in a row and uh you were if you're watching Monday Night Football they were starting to promote it as soon as the first quarter ended Bills coming to town if they can get out of Buffalo next week um, <laughs>
0: so, something tells me they'll, they'll dig a hole they'll, yeah, right. they'll have
2: to hitchh- They'll hitchhike if they uh, if they have to um, and what again that's going to be Joe Burrow Josh Allen a lot of just because they face them so much with the Chiefs it's all it's always been Burrow and Mahomes but uh, now we'll get to see him face another one of the preeminent names in the AFC um, for what will surely be one of the games of the year hopefully. yeah the,
0: the AFC is loaded with quarterback talent and I think every as of, as of today I think I think every playoff team right now, every quarterback was a first-round pick, and they're yeah, all playing, right. playing very, very well. Yep. Um, so it, it's pretty incredible. But one. There's always a setback, and yes. this time around, the injury bug bit the Bengals. We're talking about Lau Collins, right tackle for the Bengals, torn ACL, MCL in his left knee, and uh, it, it's just one of those injuries where it goes to show you how hard it is to keep people healthy through an mm. entire game. Because it can just be as simple as somebody rolling over your ankle, backing into your Which knee. Which is exactly what happened yeah, in, it, it's, in Collins' it's case. Com- completely, you know, fluke plays happening like that. So Collins is out for the year. Hopefully, he'll get back healthy for next season. But the immediate talk was immediate. Social media lit up for Andrew Whitworth to come back and put on a Cincinnati Bengals yep. jersey.
2: Uh, I can't remember who exactly, but it was someone on uh, NFL Network's Good Morning Football talking. Bryce Schrager, yeah, yeah it's Schrager. Schrager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was. I wanted to say Kyle Brandt, but I knew that that wasn't it. Uh, but he was saying, "Look, Thursday Night Football ends this week. Why don't you give the Bengals a call? Get to Week 18 and, and help win us, maybe win a second straight Super Bowl because he got one last year with the Rams. Yeah. And if uh, he's the missing piece in that offensive line for the Bengals, then." Who knows how far they can go? And you're right about the injuries too. Like it, they just got Higgins and Boyd back. They mm-hmm. were just getting uh, uh, Mike Kelton and uh, Kim Taylor-Britt back on the defense, and then of course just one more piece to, to fall out of line. But we'll, we'll see what happens with we'll, Whitworth. We'll be watching it closely here for yes, sure. So if there's any rumblings, we'll let you know.
0: Yeah, I've been following the tweets. They're on alert. So if it happens, I'm going to get that alert and be like, hey, he's coming back. No, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yep, we'll we'll see. see. I'm sure he, he retired to spend more time with his family. And I'm sure he's enjoying that. But again, a couple games, we shall see. All right, that's Daily Dose for your Tuesday. We're back tomorrow on Wednesday. We hope you have a great day.